Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In the Fuckery. My name is Danny, and this is the second part. So last week, we started off and we did the first part. And for those of you who don't know or weren't around or haven't listened to it, shocking. No, I've been joking. No, it was... um, (laughs) No, it was on how important it is to remember our abilities our qualities and how we view ourselves in a positive light because so often we get caught up in that battle where we don't view ourselves in a really good way and so with my work and with my experiences with and my own self and with what I've uh, witnessed and observed in others that once you get the view of yourself right and you really take ownership of all these qualities and the good things about yourselves then confidence follows and when you're confident happiness follows along so that was in the first part the second part is how do we get that right how do we view ourselves in such a way where we don't have to constantly remind ourselves every day. You know, like, it's, it's just a constant battle from day to day, having to get that right. What am I about? What do I stand for? What am I good at? And that is the, just the battle of being a human being because we're negatively geared, meaning that the large majority of our makeup, our psychological and biological makeup is negatively geared. And we could make a whole other episode about that. But in short, what that means is we are negatively built psychologically and biologically in order to keep us safe. But the problem is we actually don't need to be kept safe like we once did. Like in prehistoric times, you've probably heard this a thousand times before, but we had to be kept safe to survive, you know, from the saber-toothed tiger, uh, with other warring tribes. But now things are a little different and we don't have to battle with those same challenges that we once did in prehistoric times. But the new battle that we have here is within ourselves and it's always a battle within ourselves, you know, and that's, what this podcast and why it's called in the fuckery and fuckery is all the stuff that gets in our way from day to day and stops us from really living according to our real selves and being a, being true to ourselves and living and really tapping into our potential and performing at the highest level possible and we can only do that when we identify all the stuff that's in the way which I call the fuckery And then once we identify that stuff, then we can go about moving it to become that person that we're actually here to be. So this second part is how do we view ourselves in that positive light or make it a little bit easier for us to view ourselves in that way? Given that it is a constant battle and given that we're negatively geared to just think that way. So... If 
I give you just some perspective on my past and my challenges and the stuff that I've had to go through and the stuff that has come up over the years. It still comes up, but I'm just a lot better when it does come up. It doesn't really stop me like it once did. Uh, it might come up and it might just give me a pause for reflection, but I now know how to move through it. Whereas once upon a time, if I go back 10, 20 years ago, fuck, it could just stop you in my tracks when the stuff or the fuckery that I call it comes up. So I, if I just give you my story, just a quick rundown on my perspective on, on how things have come up in my life and how I've had to overcome them in order to move forward and become who I am today. I remember when I was 14 and I was a fat little fucker, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, my parents owned in New Zealand, they owned a cake shop or a bakery and had all the good stuff. I mean, if you're a fucking junkie, a food junkie, it was fucking heaven. And dad was amazing at making pies, making cakes, donuts, you name it. And so I would pretty much live on those things. And it was, like I said, it was just fucking heaven. But the downside to that, as you all know, when you eat a heap of fucking junk food, you get fat. And by the time I was 14, I was like a fucking balloon, right? I mean, you've seen, if you've seen, uh, what's his name? Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, the guys escape me right now. But anyways, so uh, I forgot the movie, uh, but the character I'm talking about is Fat Bastard, right? So Fat Bastard was the fat dude uh, that was Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin Powers. And fuck, I was like that, but I was a 14-year-old version of that. So anyhow, because I was fat, it affected me emotionally mentally definitely physically and it stopped me from doing a lot of things back then i remember it, rugby's massive in new zealand and so you in order to qualify for the school team you had to weigh under a certain uh, weight and for me i just i was double the weight literally i was almost double the weight so that meant that i had to stay back at school while all my mates who made the weights went off and played rugby. And it was fucking embarrassing. That was shameful. And those experiences that I had when I was that age really affected me. And it most definitely had a massive impact in the way in which I viewed myself. And it was also at that time in my life when I was 14, that I was probably, I probably made the most, one of the most courageous moves in my life. We had a gym, it was the only gym in the town, and I had to join this gym or remain the same. And in this gym were athletes, sportsmen, and just people in shape. And it was just the worst possible thing that, I could imagine doing at that age going to this gym and joining up and thinking that I'm going to be judged I'm going to be laughed at 
I am going to be shamed. But anyway, I remember thinking about it long and hard. And I thought, well, I either do it uh, and go through that pain and go through the experience or I don't and I stay the same. And at that point in time, I just fucking couldn't think about staying like that forever. So I, I joined the gym and 14 years of age, I remember everything about it. I remember the weather, it was cold, it was raining, it was winter. I remember walking around the corner to where the sliding door was to enter the gym. I opened the door and I literally, as I opened the door, I looked at my foot as it was moving into the actual gym itself. And I said to myself, just silently, I will do this for the rest of my life. And I mean, I'm 51 now and I'm still doing it. So that's one thing that I've kept to, one, one thing I've wanted. But I joined the gym and I lost the fat. I got in way better shape. And as a result, my view of myself changed massively. I become more confident. I became more empowered. I spoke up more. I felt better about myself. All these good qualities, traits, ways of thinking, mindset, thoughts, and thinking changed massively when I joined the gym. And so now in my life, when I look back on that one example, that's how I changed the view of myself. Now, that's the, not the only thing that's affected me or, or impacted the way in which I viewed myself once upon a time because there's other areas too that I've managed to work on as well. But that's just an example of what I did. So if you look at your life and you go back to a particular time, a particular moment, a situation, a event, a moment, you may also be able to pinpoint exactly what caused the way in which you view yourself today. And if it hasn't been corrected or you haven't sorted it out, what's really important, and it's what I do constantly, I think about why I do things the way I do. And this is a part of metacognition. Metacognition is thinking about thinking. And I then work out, okay, I'm thinking the way I am. And this sort of thinking or thoughts is stopping me from really progressing, growing and moving forward and creating something that I really want to have a go at and do. But there's something in the way. And then in that moment, I will think back to a past event, situation, moment, and think, okay, where does it stem from? And if I can pinpoint it, I can then start the process of correcting it. And how you correct it is you start taking different options. You start making different decisions. So you start or you stop doing what you're currently doing and you start doing new things. So for example, uh, I'll let me give you another example as well. I do public speaking as well. There's three main things that I do today. I coach, I speak, and I study. So speaking 
once upon a time was inconceivable. I mean, fuck, I mean, speaking is a well, a lot of people consider as one of the most challenging and fearful things that they could possibly do in their life. And for me, once upon a time, even thinking of that would be enough to fucking give me goosebumps. All right, make me feel shit scared. And I remember moments when I was growing up where my mother would make me speak up in front of people and it was fucking embarrassing, right? And I remember that moment and it has stayed with me or it had stayed with me for many, many years. And so one, now I know where it stems from or a lot of it stems from. And two, now I've got to work out what do I want to do about it? Do I want to stay with the same fear of speaking up in social settings or do I want to overcome this? So what I did is I joined Toastmasters and public speaking uh, events and I attended those and over time I, I overcame them and I became quite decent at it, at talking to people. But had I not been able to really identify one where it stems from and what's causing the problem and then two doing something about it I would still have that fear today now don't get me wrong I'm not completely uh fear free of speaking in front of people and I don't think you ever get rid of that fear I think it's ingrained I think it's part of its biologic biologically inbuilt but it's just given me so much more confidence and ability and skill to actually talk in front of people had I not actually done the work in order to actually get to this place. So that is my perspective. That is the actual second part to this uh, sequel that I had. So now for you, if you decide to progress and step forward into an area where you think you can make some progress, what I suggest you do is, one, look back. Uh, no, sorry, no. First, identify what is the problem. Two, look back into your past and think about where it stems from, where it comes from. Then three, start to actually put in process something that can actually move you forward and move through it. Beautiful. All right then, hey, thanks very much for tuning in to the second part. And lastly, if you want to get in contact with me, Go to Instagram, Danny Mariner, and you can follow me there and you can pick up some more information, tips and stuff that can help you grow, progress and move forward. Thanks very much.